right, let's get going. Alrighty. It's the Wayne Quito Show. It is Wednesday night, and we are live on Facebook, so... Hope you can join us on Facebook every Wednesday, 5 p.m. I've been pretty consistent, I gotta admit, for starting this April 2020 in the midst of a crazy pandemic. So thank you for all the support um, because we're going to enter new territory now. Last year, we didn't have a football season. Last year, we were, you know, for the most part, outside. I got to attend... A few games, cover a few games here. Hawaii sports fans, obviously, the game at Fresno. Um, you saw the vlog. I'm getting a lot more views on that one. And also the vlog I did at Wyoming, uh, where I actually was a fan. I, I had credentials for that game. But um, one of those games that, um, you know, in Laramie, that are, yeah, just, I, I'm just not looking forward to going back to that place. Just sorry. I'm sorry if you're a Wyoming Cowboy fan. I, you go watch the vlog anyways. Go check out what it's like uh to have game day in laramie it's a very unique experience everywhere in college football is unique uh for sure and laramie is definitely one of those places and all the mountain west pro provides some uh, seriously unique places uh go, go check that out that is on uh all social media right now and like you said on facebook go join us uh, and also during this pandemic, we were able to obviously not just start this podcast, start this live stream. Well, I didn't actually start putting this on the podcast forum until later in the year. So I'll shout out to everyone who encouraged me because uh, it started just as a live streaming thing. Um, my first show was with Shane and you see him. If you're watching the Facebook live, you see I have Shane's picture up there. And the reason I have his picture up there is because I got to saw see him, first of all, this past week um, while I was at home but i also um got to uh see this new shirt that he he's wearing so if you're if you're seeing it he has a great message on it and it says retire 15 so um that's something i want to talk about because um that's a movement that i would like to see continue i i right now you know, there are still a lot of raw emotion for me personally, like I said, uh, having the opportunity to talk to Colt um, exactly a year and a few days ago. So on May 24th and this day that I, I got to see Shane and a few other friends, we got to hang out in Manoa on university and um, just reflect a little bit, but also talk about how we can honor him, uh, honor Colt and what's the best way that we can do that. And. I also, I don't know if I brought this up last week in the show, but I talked about Reagan Moia, who reached out to me. I talked about this a little bit. We had Tiff Wells last week on the show. Um, if you, uh, you can check that out. We talk a lot about the Hawaii men's volleyball run to national title, and that's been a, a great storyline of this year and something we absolutely needed uh, as Hawaii f uh, fans in general, as Hawaii football, as Hawaii uh, rainbow fans. We needed to have that, that, um, you know, that joy. And, um, you know, there's a, little, a lot of sorrow that came right after with the, the news of Colts passing. And I think um, the best that we can do right now is uh, continue to remember Colt and honor him. But let's find ways that we can integrate his memory into our program, especially as we move forward into the new facility, which, as a lot of you know, uh, has not come with a little bit of um, excitement, put it that way, or drama, um, probably more appropriately. But 
Um, 9,000 looks like the amount of seats are going to be a first year, um, which is extremely low. I'm not even going to front there. That's a very low number. Um, even in dire circumstances, that's a, sh that's a small number. Um, but like I, I know that this is um, not exactly a year that hasn't had its own set of challenges. So given that um, we are climbing out of a pandemic as well, I mean, that that's just compounded this issue. But the game day experience is so important. It's so important to having a fan base, a strong fan base. And you're going to have a lot of great fans at home. Don't get me wrong. But the fans that show up, that's that's the hardcore. That's the core. And, of course, you know, there are great people at home. I'm not taking away from people who loyally buy pay-per-views because I have family that does that. I, I, I know what that's like. But um, being in attendance, being a part of the atmosphere. And I, I talked about this last uh, on Monday uh, with Shane and some of our friends that we, we hung out, um, Hawaii fans, and we talked about, for me, I enjoy sitting in the front row. And that's something, uh, if you follow me, you notice I have a front row crew. It's like my my friends, my pals. First year is 2007. I was like, um, and it was just me and my friend, Sarah. And um, then we started slowly building. So we have a party of eight now, and from two to eight. And um, friend Sarah she's a UH grad and you know at that time obviously it was a good time to start having season tickets I was just out of school and um, in 2005 I had gone to Michigan State to watch UH play because even when I was in college in New York in upstate New York I was still obviously a huge UH fan and stayed up really really late to watch all the games but 2005, when I went to Michigan State, I got to sit next to Terry Brennan, and that was a great experience because he got to talk about his son, Colt, Colton Brennan. And, um, you know, that's the beginning of my story with Colt. And for me, being able to talk to him and ask him so many questions that I wanted to hear um, the answers to, and I realize now that so many of you also wanted to hear those answers, it makes me feel even more, you know, blessed, fortunate, any way you want to describe it, because never going to have that moment again. And that is difficult to fathom. That is difficult to swallow. That is difficult to just understand. And, you know, that's that's a part of life and death. It's hard to make meaning sometimes. And um, Colt, in any way you look at Colt's life, it's one definitely worth remembering. Absolutely, he is worth uh, memorializing as UH football fans. To me, he is our legend, and we had that guy in so many programs. They get to have all these legends walk on their campus, right? They get to be there at game days. They get to support the team. We have Colt Brennan, and now we have no one. And that's hard to swallow sometimes when you think about he won't be there very much, uh, or he won't be there at all in, 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 in physical form. But we hope to have him there every week, every game day, everyone always remembering um, the legend that is Cole Brennan and what he has done for this program and the life that he lived. The, the, the trials and tribulations of Cole Brennan, which, which were on full display in the interview as well, which he was willing to be open to, which he was willing to talk about. And that's why I really appreciate about, appreciate about him as well during that interview is that he was really open. And, um, and that's why I'm, I'm glad that I was able to do the interview because I don't think anybody else would have challenged him the way that I did, um, but also make him feel comfortable. And, I, I'm a grad, I'm, and that's something that Reggie Mawia, um, who sent me another email, uh, his fullback there, um, in the backfield while Colt was, you know, um, standing back there in the shotgun. 
And Reagan um, had reached out last week to talk about how, you know, he really felt God had led him to the interview, to, to my interview, to, to answer some questions of, that he had about Colt Brennan and um, some of the unsavory parts that maybe we don't talk about enough. And, and it's important because a lot of us are not too far away from um, being in a, a critical position. Um, and you never know. Uh, also how you can be in a position to help and be in a position to uplift. And I, and I hope that we were able to do something like that. And I think we were, um, you know, at, at least in when we were able to talk to Colt and we were able to reminisce with him and laugh with him. And that's really was, you know, medicine to the soul right there for him um, to remember. And I, you know, if you, you go back and watch um, um, in the YouTube uh, video is getting a pretty decent amount of views. So thanks to everybody who's uh, been clicking on the YouTube, um, but um, you have a a guy like Holt who um, we look at him as in so many different ways, um, from the the peaks of the mountain to you know the most vulnerable parts, and within him is so much UH football history as well. Just him being carried off the field in a spirit and the way that he brought together entire state, the way that they were lining up in droves, the way that they traveled to New Orleans, Louisiana, from Hawaii, and more people were in that game than we even have at some games at home. More people in the Superdome that night supporting UH. So that's the, um, that's the amount of fervor that he created. That's the amount of joy that he created. That's the amount of spirit that he created, and that's what needs to come back. Whatever we do... Um, in his, uh, in quotes, on, honor, I think what should also be re remembered is just how he captivated Hawaii and how we need to capture that again. We need to capture that moment. Um, and it, it takes a lot of institutional commitment. Yes, it takes fan commitment, but it takes institutional commitment. And, and, and for me, when institutional commitment means putting fans first, always putting the needs of fans first, the, the common fan, the everyday fan, and, um, you know, that was me. That was me growing up. I wasn't the kid that was going to Nakoa functions or even sniffing those parts of the arena. Uh, I was by myself as a little boy. So, you know, I, I, I had to uh, understand um, just how athletics in general, but also collegiate athletics, how it's structured, how there's a financial structure and a backing to it. And um, I've, I think there, I've always um, felt that, I understood the purpose of have, have, having to need big donorship and big money, but also um, just how people like me really made up a lot of the loud, a lot of the boisterous, a lot of the exciting parts of the game and of the game experience. And I think that's just as important. And plus, you know, we're buying, we're, we're fans in a lot of other ways. If you're not donating big to the program, and, and when we're talking donating big, I mean, there are people donating, you know, more than the price of your car to the state, to the, you know, to the, over that even and multiple times maybe even the cost of your house to the um, department and you know that's great we need those people um, but they can only make up so many parts of the department and that also speaks to a, a different issue when it comes to why we have some people that have the capability of donating at that level while some people will never even be able to accumulate that much of that amount of money in their entire life these people can just casually dispose of but you know, that's the name of life. And that's what we're not talking about. But Chingfield, for example, is a place that 
um, whether we like it or not, will uh, become a flashpoint for this university as well because what we are told in, in the letters is that uh, from communication with the department is that about 15,000 carryover and 9,000 spots. And then when you take away students who apparently have guaranteed 10% spots, you lose another, right there, 900, 10% um, of 9,000. So how do you split up that other 8,100, especially once you take out the sponsors who are going to eat up another significant portion of tickets? It's going to be... Um, it's going to be difficult. It's also, you know, like, obviously, there is an opposite. There is a, a grid side, right? We'll see a demand for UH football. We'll see um, an excitement, a, a packed stadium, right? Well, maybe better. Um, but the, the, the nervousness is that for me, and, uh, you know, Stephen Sai actually had an article today about this as well. When people stop doing what they normally do, going to stadiums or doing the routine, they'll stop altogether. And we've seen a lot of that happen in the, in the pandemic as well. So we'll have some pandemic uh, fatigue, I think, and we'll have some people drop off from there. And there are people that took their money back from last year. Um, and there's some of us that kept our money there in the department. So how they go about and determine um, how they're going to do, um, you know, uh, seat selection based upon that. It's, it, I'm not saying it's easy, uh, but at the same time, it has to be done delicately. The reason I say it's delicate is because it's not as simple as just asking people for money and then hoping that they'll donate more money and then giving them the opportunity even just just giving them the opportunity to move up the ladder even though they don't even know where they are on the ladder so there right there is um you know i don't know what word you would use for that but if you're telling asking people for money for the opportunity to be be, be above other people and you don't even know where you are already because you could be above them you could be way below so you don't even know what amount of money might get you into the stadium um so you know, a lot of people are going to take their chances, and, and that's great. The, 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 in the short term, the school will make a lot of money off of people who are trying to um, guarantee their spot in the stadium. And um, you can be captain or whatever, national champion, you get all kind of levels for each fan or each club. And, you know, I, I, there's nothing against anybody who can afford all of that. Like, we need all of those people, and we hope that the people that are the national champions and the people that are um, – able to really uh, carry a lot of the bulk of donations to school, you know, that's important. And and um, we don't want to diminish that. But I also definitely see how the average fan can be neglected in terms of how we go about the situation as well. And, you know, something I want to bring about that I talked about uh, before with Boise, for example. I use them um, because they've definitely gone the way of since they've had success, and this is Boise, who's been successful. So let's, it's, this is not us, right? If we look at just since 2000, the success of both programs, one went through the clouds. One, we thought we were following right behind them and we would be at the same level, but you know, Boise arguably has been in contention for whatever conference title, whatever they've been in contention for, whatever conference they're in. They've always been in contention every year, like for 20 years, right? So, I mean, that's one thing when you're a fan of a program that you can say, like, we have a good chance of winning the conference championship. Um, but at what point does it get to be too much or where it's not enough to just get there? Because it seemed like that at Boise, because going to the 2019 Mountain West Championship in Boise, my second time there, a lot of us had gone twice to Boise that year. 
um there weren't they wasn't in the full capacity there may be half the stadium it, 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 and this was a saturday during the day this wasn't like there were things that were getting in the way of this game um you know i i was shocked to see how low the attendance was at that game and I'm, it's hard to be like call out boise fans but hey you have you're very successful i would expect you to be up for a conference championship that you're hosting like you know, and this is at Boise, right? At Hawaii, would we probably we still would have problems, right? Because of the Division West or West Division title game, which was a couple weeks prior, we barely got over twenty thousand. I barely hit twenty thousand for a divisional championship. So we already see that issue at the UH level. But if we're seeing it at Boise, that's dangerous because we know that this is a pattern where certain fans feel alienated because of how much things cost, and and, and this is a bigger issue when it comes to money as well. Because the ardent college football fans are all going to be like, oh, I mean, I'm a huge pro fan. I'll definitely, I'm a huge, obviously, you know who I am as a sports person. But uh, when I hear the arguments against pro sports about people playing for money, like it, the money issue is worse, way worse to me in college, especially in Division One, when coaches' salaries can eat up so much of this money while players can, you know, barely pay for food, some of them. Like that is insane. And now we are at a point where fans have to subsidize those things. Fans are even called upon more. Subsidize new capital improvements. Subsidize coaching salaries. Um, and how much more can you stretch this fan base? Because, yes, we, we had days where we were averaging in the 40,000s. And now we're going to be at 9,000 capacity at home games. So solutions, you know, well. Uh, Jenny says, true. Would expect better to turn out of Boise? Yes. Thank you, Jenny, for joining us as well. And all those who are joining us at Facebook, you can join us on Instagram as well, at HI Sports Fans on Twitter. Follow us on social media. We're going to be talking a lot about our UCLA tour coming up. Um, and uh, I hope you guys can join us. But UCLA, uh, excuse me, uh, Hawaii, back to the University of Hawaii um, and football, obviously they are in a situation that is not easy right the the stadium without consenting the athletic department went ahead and uh suspended all events at aloha stadium okay so we get that nonetheless that was end of last year um we 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 took a, i think we if we were the the goal needed to be on campus it needed to be done quicker cuz now like i am saying like 9000 is just not enough like critically to me it's not enough that's just straight up like i was like we 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 had a discussion literally on the show about 35 and 50 right and people were like 35 oh my gosh but 9 and we're just hoping we're going to get to 9 and we're going to hoping we get to 15 the next year in the meantime Yes, we hope that people, you know, it induces more demand maybe when we open a new uh, field, but that's still going to be years away. So I'd like to see more bleachers pushed in at least. I, I'd like to see this go up to at least 15. I, I, I mean, pushing in temporary bleachers, doing something to rent um, because I think you need to get to that number. Uh, but that is one thing um, that is out of our control, it seems like right now as fans, but what could have been done uh talked to sean so i'm gonna shout out sean this is something sean i'm in mean, shout out him he talked um something he brought up to me which we've seen in other um maybe programs yes we see this around the country we see this at um in the in the pro level partial season tickets and the partial season would have been able to accommodate all those people 
and I think you need to and you need to think you need to find a, a way to accommodate all fifteen thousand somehow. Like you find you have to find a way. Not and and I know they're gonna say you can buy individually. So maybe that will that will accommodate those that really want to out of those fifteen. So I'm not saying that I know they're gonna also hold a pool of tickets together for season ticket holders to buy, which is great, but um we I the biggest thing is offending people and sometimes it's crazy, right? We talk about how people can get offended. Um, but it's 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 logical to say tell somebody who has been supporting your program through some of the ugliest moments, paying already bigger dollars. Maybe if you're in a little stadium and sitting in the inner circle and you have a family of four, this, I have a family of mine. I know I brought this guy on the show before as well. Somebody like that. Um, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to um, commit to as a family, especially a local family. And then to turn around and once it, we go into the on campus, kind of get in, it's going to be rough um, to get those people back. So that's what I mean by a delicate situation when it comes to how we approach distributing tickets for this new stadium. Uh, that would have been one way. Another way is, I, like I said, I would have liked to see the show go on the road, go to all the neighbor islands. And Fuchsia brought up a good point as well. We talked at the same dinner. We talked about uh, maybe just doing the first several games on the road, right? So maybe Maui has a couple. I would love to see a game on Kauai, a game on the Big Island somewhere. Um, and then that would be great for local fans. I mean, this is the perfect year to do that, especially only got 9,000 people at home. This would have been the perfect year to take the, the show on the road and to be able to develop a fan base. And I don't think that that would have been my personal opinion. Um, if I knew it was going to be 9,000, I, I, I certainly would have pushed harder for the Maui thing. Um, because it's not about the money. Even if you can match the amount of money you can bring in, the revenue you can bring in a game, and you do it at the expense of offending fans, long-term, that's not a good thing. And that's a problem. A lot of people don't look long-term. They only look short-term, especially people who you know are, have salaries, right? Because the rest of us as fans, we don't take salaries. We just are there for um, the enjoyment of ourselves. We don't make any money. I don't even make any money. And I... I take people to games and I do these things um, to, to, to build this program from the fan side, to be able to create momentum in the stands, to be able to create movements that can help to build and uplift this program. This is what fans are. This is what hardcore, this is what super fan. That's what, that's what that means. Not just going to every game, not just all the games that I go to um, and a lot of the games that all of you go to. It's your care and your desire to see things change at the, you know, at the school. Like that is ultimately... Um, you know, the, the ultimate ulterior motive is just to see us have a good program, a healthy, thriving program. Um, and there's no financial reward for that as a fan, right? It's just that wonderful memory or, you know, just a good feeling of seeing your team win and be good. And that doesn't happen that often when, you know, maybe there's not that vision there for it. Um, and I think the Mountain West in general stands at a, a, a dangerous place if Boise is to leave, which I think would be dangerous for the Mountain West if Boise does leave. Because I think um, the Mountain West takes a huge step back. I mean, that's the best team. It's the best program. So, uh, and they're having problems filling their stands right now because they have sold in, bought in completely to, um, and, and a lot of bigger programs. They're not alone. They're certainly not alone. But the paradigm around college sports that you appeal first to your big money donors and then you consider your fans next. 
And whether that's done consciously or not, even if it's done subconsciously, it's still being done. So I don't want to hear that's not being done because I can have more than enough to prove that that's something that's an issue. Um, but the biggest issue that I see with um, our stadium or with our, our program right now is the hemorrhaging of fans. And I've talked about this from the first time I've went behind a mic on the show. People are leaving. People are not coming back. How do we change that? Period. I mean, at the end of the day, and, and of course, the sustainability of the program is going to require a lot of money. If we have a 48, 49, $50 million budget, we don't know where it's being allocated from. So you need these short-term, huge money fundraisers like they're getting. They're going to get a short-term run of influx, um, influx of funds, which is great. And for anybody that retired uh, to donate it, especially in Colt's name, make sure you tell them that the reason you're donating as well is to see Colt um, memorialized in some way as well. I think that's something that the department needs to remember forever. I, that black 15 or the black circle with the white 15 in it, if you see that, I have that logo too on the screen. Um, I'd like to see that on the field and, and, and where, wherever possible. And ultimately, I'd like to see, and, and Reagan Mawia, who wants to come on the show and talk about this um, movement that he's trying to start with his teammates and some of those people that he's been close to from the program, is to name the field there, Ching Field, to be Colt Brennan Field. And I like that idea. I love that idea. I think, like I said, his is a life, his is a career worth remembering forever, but his is a life even more so, a life worth remembering, a, a life worth looking back on and learning from whichever way you're going to spin it on Colt Brennan because other people will always have their opinions and that is fine um, because he never pretended that he was a perfect person and, and neither did we but um, at the same time he is who he is and we we were with him and a lot of the fans we were there for him until the very end and of course we couldn't save him and we couldn't we couldn't do what you know, we could only do what we could do. But what we can do now is memorial, memorialize him. What we can do now is help to immortalize him in a way that is effective. Uh, and I, I mean that in a way because I think, like I said, his life is so worth remembering. Colt Brennan should be on top of mind every time you get to UH. Every time you step on that complex, thinking about him and thinking about um, those moments, those highs, um, those super high moments that he gave us. And thinking about the human side of him as well and, and the parts that as athletes, as football players, as men, um, we have to look at within ourselves. And Colt taught us, uh, taught us a lot of those lessons as well. So, And, and that's another reason I, I sincerely believe that it's really important that we consider not only retiring the number, which I think should be done. And mahalo to whoever is putting out that um put out a, a change.org I believe uh, I, I signed it a um, petition so I think they're going to get a lot of signatures there but go find that petition as well somebody has it you can put it in the comments uh, but I, I think that is easy to do I think it's free I think it's the right thing to do I think symbolically it will help the program I think we need to do is start capturing what that fever was like back in, you know, 2007, back way back then. Because in 2007, we're talking about like, how do we capture the 80s and 90s, and we're still doing that. We and we have to look forward. I'm not saying we're going backwards, but what we had in the back was proof that we, as a community, as an island, as a chain of islands, as a paiaina, can come together behind one program and become, uh, you know, one of the most 
I don't know, the best. I'm going to say the best fan base. I love our fan base. You know, I love all the people. I, I think all of us are super fans. We're great fans. I mean, we've traveled all over. We went to Australia, to, then to Michigan. We've been all over the place. And obviously, it's fun. It's not like as strenuous thing. oh, my gosh, to go and watch football. It's super fun. But, um, you know, that's the difference between us and a lot of fans. And dealing with, you know, not the best winning percentage. Like, let's be honest. At the end of the day, if people are there to watch their team win, which a lot of people do because we know how they drop off once the team changes. Imagine being a Hawaii fan where every year we got to worry, you know, who's going to come back and what what could a record do? And that's why I'm really appreciative that this last season, 4-4 four and four was a great year for UH. But that shouldn't be a standard. That shouldn't be a great year. For me, in my opinion, that was a really great year. Oh, we won a bowl game. That was awesome. That was a cherry on top. Um, but that's we need to be a Boise. We need to not be around 500 in the conference. We need to be one of the top teams in the conference. And we should already be at that level. And I think Coach Graham is, 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 is counting on us being there as well. And what he's doing for the program is certainly um, making me excited. And a lot of people are excited for that. Um, and seeing people like Calvin come back will be huge. Uh, but at the same time, I don't think we move forward without remembering Colt in some way that is appropriate, that helps our, our program to heal from um, his passing that helps our fan base heal from his passing that has, helps our fan base and our new fan base people who become Hawaii football fans in the future learn about Cole Brennan know him know his name know his name forever a name that'll never be forgotten so I would I think Cole Brennan Field would be uh, a great way and just simply put that on the field Cole Brennan Field in the 15 um, and that could just be the name of the field so players can see that when they rock on walk on that field that um, you know that's a guy that played for this program that was a Heisman finalist, you know, wearing his his lay there in the New York, you know, downtown athletic club and representing um, his people, not only in Southern Cal, uh, where he's proud to be from, but also his adopted family, his ohana, and those people that um, came to really love him, like just plain and simple. And you've seen that in, in the show, an outpouring of of, of love and support since Colt's passing was that clearly that he was somebody that was loved. And um, I think a lot of us still are need a, a, a way to have closure with that as well. So um, what I'd like to see first of all though is the, the, the school um, doing things that they can do without having to spend money. Cause we're not, we're, we don't want them to have to just spend money or throw money at, at things because Throwing money at problems is never the best solution. Like finding ways to better the solution. Money obviously is always going to be helpful in any situation, but also understanding why we do certain things and how we can improve is going to be um, even more important, especially how we allocate resources. Uh, but that's going to require vision. It's going to require a new vision, a new paradigm of looking at ways of earning money, of attracting fans, of putting butts in the seats at uh, Ching Field, but also maybe standing room there, because I think that is a huge part of of the experience at any any stadium is standing room. And if you're looking at, I, I, maybe they're going to have standalone modular, you know, um, suites, which that might be a thing that might take up some of that room. Um, but I would put in a lot of standing room, a lot of standing room area, and those are important because. You know, that's just walking revenue right there, getting people in the game. And I think that would be really cool and, and really important to to leverage some of that uh, open space and also get some money because uh, people will pay. I'll pay to stand. A lot of people will pay to stand. Um, not everybody will, obviously, but a lot of people will. 
just to be a part of that. And you can pay to have overflow in Stan Sheriff or in Les Marcombe. Imagine if you're Les Marcombe and you're on the top. You can see down into the stadium. Like, that'd be cool. And you can have stuff open in Les Marcombe. So the, the goal should be now to open up as much of the campus as possible, not just the viewing area of the stadium, but how do we get people in that complex to feel like um, they are part of the game atmosphere, even if they can't see the field, even if they don't have a spot in the bleachers, um, you should be able to have a have a look at the field. Um, Jenny says, I would pay for standing room. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and Shane also just posted, so mahalo lalo head. Uh, he posted the change.org petition that is um, that was created um, to be sent to, um, so Shannon Wright, mahalo Shannon. Right now, there are 344 people that have signed, 45. To get, we got to get to 500, 46, 47, 48 for now. Maybe. Do they just do that change the counter as I'm looking at it? Maybe that's how it is. But um, looks like it's moving up there. Uh, Colt is somebody that, you know, has brought back a lot of people, too, who into the fold or a lot of people who maybe have lost track of UH. And that is really important to capture that that excitement that we have from from people that, you know, maybe kind of – fell off after Colt. You know, a lot of people did get caught up in the Colt Brennan phenomenon because it was so out, outer worldly, right? It was like bigger than Hawaii. It was something that we could see on ESPN. It was something that was debated, right? As you see a mid-major team like ours climb the national polls and you have to hear pundits talking about it all the time. Sorry. Okay. I just talked for like half an hour straight, so... <laughs> I'm hoping, though, to have, um, you know, more of Colt's teammates. Like I said, Reagan Maui, I know he wants to be a part of this program. I think tonight he had a, a previously committed but had something uh, come up. So I think that's going to be important because, like I said, even those former players, you become a fan. In my opinion, you become a fan after you, you graduate. Once you're an alum, you're a fan of the team. And we've seen, like, you know, players come in from every era at games. It was fun. In the New Mexico Bowl, we saw – um, somebody from the holiday holiday bowl team because he wore his his jersey i gotta make a video about that that was fun um so it's like you never know where people will come out um of who have ties to hawaii who have ties to the program and the goal is should be to keeping them the goal should be to having them a part of the program so they never go back right and that's what we try and do is create that community off the field as fans something that myself and others within our fan base are trying to do so that we can you know continue to grow and continue to take advantage of all these people that in a good way but also take advantage of their love and spirit for hawaii because at the end of the day that's that is the ultimate right that's the ultimate motivation for us it's just to see hawaii be successful to see the place that we are from be successful that's it that's not even a tangible thing. That's something you feel inside, right? Um, and that's something that a lot of people don't understand when it comes to sports, right? Because obviously the game is so fun. Watching football is fun. Yes, obviously I can watch any football. But when we talk about Hawaii football, right? I have season tickets that I hope you can come and join us, Hawaii sports fans. If you Are you going to watch the Rams uh, or your team playing at SoFi because you can sit on the visiting team tunnel in the, on the sixth row from the field, right on the tunnel, and you and three of your friends, some of the best seats in the entire world, best seats in the world, not just at the stadium, in the entire world. 
Um, let me know if you are an NFC West fan. I see some Seahawks, Niners, Cardinals fans. Also, we got the Jags coming in. We got TB12 coming in as well with the Bucks. So let me know, hisportsfans.com, or send me a private message if you're serious. And um, it's an experience. It might be a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So expect, um, you know, uh, to pay for it, I want to be honest, because this is what the NFL is going there's where the NFL is going, and that's where football is going, and that's what turns off a lot of people as well. For some of us, hey, we can stick around for a while, right? We can say, like, oh, I'll pay this crazy amount of money for things because this is how much I love it. And for me, like, my love for football, particularly, like, for the NFL and um, for this team, it grows every year. It's something that I, I want to take advantage more of because of, like, how much it makes me happy. And, and when, when I say makes me happy, I mean, like, the moments I spend with my friends, the moments that I spend with my family, but also um, traveling, doing things I like to do that, and wearing uh, the H logo on the mainland. Like, that's really fun. Those are just fun things to do. Uh, I have to pay for them. My retirement has to pay for them a lot of the times. Uh, but that's just a fun thing to do, and that's why I choose to do with my money. A lot of people choose to do certain things with your money, right? But things cost money. Sticker shock, well, is likely. I want to be honest with some of you, straight up, because UH, for a season tickets, they want to do 150 to 200 in the end zones, and that's really cheap. That's like barely a one NFL game. Season tickets for UH is like one NFL game. Like that's, Let's keep it at that like rate, to be honest. And the best seats, even the best seat at UH for a season is probably is way cheaper than the best seat in an NFL stadium. And that's just the, the bear of the NFL. So for, for Hawaii fans, I mean, you're lucky you're not paying the NFL prices. But for NFL fans, you're lucky people like me have hookups for you. That's why you got to reach out so you don't have to be crazy like me and just spend a bunch of money and um, get all these tickets because we also have tickets to Kansas City, the world champion Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, that was last year, the year before. Uh, but um, that's fun. It's just fun to be in a stadium. It's just fun to be traveling. It's just fun to be in a situation where you can have memories for the rest of your life. Is that so bad to have? And I've told people all the time, how many funerals that I've gone to, I've never been to a funeral where people talk about how someone was a, a collector of homes, unless they had like maybe a son of homes and they were so good at collecting houses or buying cars. But those things are great and those things are great to have. And those are another thing that um, people buy shoes, people buy hats, people buy, I'm not picking on Shane. <laughs> and people buy everything, you know, that's just what they buy. But if you, if you want to get by a great experience, it's hard to beat going to some of these games. Definitely going with Hawaii sports fans for sure. And this is something I want to provide because it's brought me so many ha so much joy and happiness in my life. But at the same time, as I've gone to so many trips as myself, as Wayne Cueto, as Hawaii sports fans um, taking tours, I continue to learn more about other programs, about other fan bases. I've meet I've met so many people um, everywhere. Um, you know, Boise, the pimp daddy, you know, one of our favorites. Uh it's incredible just to see their stories or and to hear, um, you know, how they became such ardent fans of their teams, how they became so avid at getting up super early sometimes. And, you know, for these on-campus stadiums, which is a good thing sometimes as the on-campus stadiums because, you know, there's no class on Saturday usually and the campuses are empty and you can use these auxiliary parking lots to tailgate in. And I'm not sure if, if UH is going to do that, but... It would be a good time to, to start using some of those on-campus um, 
happening on parking lots. But at the end, then, and at the end of the day, that the team plans on being able to host, or the school plans to be able to host everybody in the stadium in the current parking garage, because the Stan Sheriff Center holds ten thousand, which is going to be holding more than Jingfield. I think, uh, you know, University High, Mid Pack. St. Francis, those are a, good, a lot of good places that you could park and, and, and have tailgates. So, I mean, it's going to be on those owners probably of those places to be able to um, sell parking. But, you know, that's what's done in other stadiums and in other schools. So Hawaii is not completely reinventing the wheel. But when you have only 9,000 people that you can allow into the stadium, you're going to have to be extremely creative and extremely careful. And I say that because, one, you might not have people come back. Even if they're the best fans, they might just be like, nah, shoots. Like, Caden, I can't get into the stadium. All of my loyalty for how long I've been following this program and what was the record for this team when I was following them as well. Um, that would be a disaster to lose hemorrhage even more. And that's scary because... Um, success alone is not going to just bring people back in the stadium. Like, stop with that already. We had ten and five, and we we were losing fans every game up to the West Divisional game. Could barely get enough to win a divisional title. That's not that's not that's a red flag. And I already have been talking about that for a year. But now moving into a smaller uh, stadium needs to be addressed um, more uh, more than. It has been so far because it's a little ambiguous. Like I said, we're going to give them time to go through this process of of going through, you know, the order of of the H club and whatever order they're going through. So, for those who don't understand, if you are donating to the program, you're, you're something called the H club, right? You have a H club membership donation level, um, and you have these different tiers based on how much you donate. So to donate to like the largest tier, I mean, there's like up to $10,000, right? So a lot of people are, you know, they'll donate a couple hundred dollars a year, a couple thousand. You know, some people are really generous and will donate um, a, a huge chunk of, you know, their salaries. I mean, people who are not even rich people are donating a lot of money. And that is great as well, because that just shows how much they love the team. And a lot of people don't know about that. But uh, right now they're in a position where they feel like they have to donate when to get into the stadium. And that's a, the thing that is a little tricky as well when you're, um, especially when you send out an invoice to tell people to know exactly the dollar amount that they need to kick up to the next level. And okay. And people are like, okay, well, how many levels do I need to go up? Like to guarantee tickets? I mean, what if I don't even, and I think a lot of people, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, a lot of people are just going to sit back and wait at their level to see where, um, you know, the chips fall. But that's dangerous, too, because a lot of people are going to be like, well, if I don't get tickets, well, I guess I'll just try and get in, you know, and, like, you might never go back. Um, but who knows? Maybe the new stadium and, and all of that, and that's something Stephen Sire go and uh, definitely look at the Stephen Sire article he, he wrote today in the Star Advertiser about rethinking the stadium and what that's going to look like just given um, you know what's been happening lately, uh, especially with money earmarked for certain uh, certain public uh, facilities, sometimes it doesn't make it all the way there. So 
his vision would be rather to just UH focus on staying on campus forever. And I agree with that. And um, I think that is possible because I think there's enough square footage or acreage right there, first of all. And um, I mean, even if that to go and get more, go for St. Francis or something, uh, you know, huge. Uh, you, you can build a, a lot of places. But I, I mean, we're not saying build a whole new stadium. We're talking about staying right there, Ching. So I don't want to get people to say build a whole new stadium right there. I mean, like building off of what we have there, Ching, but going big and thinking permanent. And that's what um, Stephen Sai is saying as well. Like, think about this as forever, not just in the three years um, or the three years that we hope that we won't be in the stadium, but actually look at this in terms of how can we be in this facility, this new Ching Field or Colt Brennan Field, Colt Brennan Field, hopefully, Colt Brennan Field at Ching Complex, something like that, you know, that would be nice. How can we um, make this for the forever field? And I think that's possible. Uh, going to UCF, if you saw some my show and I talked about my visit to Central Florida and. And their um, aluminum box of a field, which is gets really loud and is pretty impressive, but it, it doesn't sit on very large amount of square footage. Like it's pretty compact for fifty thousand, and we don't even need fifty thousand, right? We're talking about maybe thirty-five. Right? And I, you know, at this point, if we're talking about nine, and we have to keep pushing, then we're gonna have to push for thirty. Or, and I think Stephen Size says twenty-five. He believes is the number, and um, yeah, twenty-five. I think we if we got a solid twenty-five fans, I think. 25,000, and we had a, a good mix of hardcore fans being able to be in the game and keep the program going. I think we could sustain off of that, um, but that would still have to require the prices to go higher and everyday common fans being willing to do that. But in a new facility, yeah. If we made it a whole new facility and it's just not just bleachers pushed together, maybe. But we stand a chance to losing some of these people that would be a part of this by letting us go through this trial of a 9,000 year, or hopefully 9,000, and then the next year, hopefully 15. It's just dangerous at this point. So to help them out, you want to make symbolic gestures that cost no money, retire the number 15, name the field, just from Reagan Mauia himself, name the field Colt Brennan Field. And I've heard this from other people as well. It's something he wants to start with his teammates. And we're going to have him come on and talk about this sometime when he can. But in an email that he sent to me, he'd like to see um, the field be named Colt Brandon Field. And I, you know, I can agree with that. Um, I can see, you know, how that would be a good way of memorializing him. Obviously, retiring the number is important, but having his name permanently attached to something related to the program would be important as well. Just, you know, especially if that if that just becomes a practice field, it'll be Colt Brandon Field, you know, still be the field there. Um and that'll be important just to keep that legacy around the program because that era is, we can learn so much from that as well. There's highs and lows of that time in 2007, 6, 5. Uh, and we still have some lessons to learn, I think. And I, I just hope there's enough time because I feel like a lot of people take things for granted, right? They take the fans for granted. They take people coming back every year for granted. They take uh money is being allocated from the government for granted or from the school for granted like nothing is for granted nothing can be taken for granted everything has to be earned again over and over again and you know a certain point the bubble the bu is going to pop right like we have like hawaii tourism authority which is a separate deal but not really um we have so many tourists too many tourists to come to hawaii but we still have hta we still have a big budget like how do we change that how do we allocate those resources better to also promote a healthy 
you know, active lifestyle for local residents and especially entertainment options like a, a solid Division One football team, which I think some of those dollars could be funneled there as well to help to promote tourism, yes, but also Hawaii as a sports destination and Hawaii football as a part of that as well. Oh, I do have, looks like we do have, let's see if I can get him. Let's see if I can get... Uh, let's see if I can get the juggernaut in here. Let's see. If, uh, let's see if if um, I, I I I um. Let me see. I uh. I see that uh, Reagan is trying to actually um, log on right now. So I'll see if he's able to get on. But if not, we can, you know, have him come next week um, because he, uh, I know, has a lot he wants to say as well. So let's see. If we cannot, I would actually, we'll move him till next week instead. But you, got, you see him right there, the juggernaut himself. Uh, we hope to hear from him. So we're going to try and get him next week. There's your preview right there. Um, mahalo, everybody, for joining us, though. I um, Wayne. Oh, Oh, do we? You, can you? Can you guys see? Oh, we can. We can hear you. How's it going? Wayne, We're gonna. Good, Aloha, Reagan. I'm How here. are you? How you been, bro? I'm here, Uso. I'm good, man. How are you? I've been good. I really appreciate you reaching out and appreciate, you know, all of the um, the kind words. Um, you know, just talk about just you know how you you know heard about Colt and you know just all of that. Um, your experience there as well. Oh, I don't know if you can hear me still. Can you hear me still, Reagan? I know we have uh, a little bit of. Uh... I'm here, also. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> I keep uh, sorry. I keep coming in and out. I'm not no, no, no problem. Though. No problem. No problem at all. But how's it been going? Just um, you know, reflecting on the the loss of our brother for you. You know we have we have good days and mm -hmm. some days are easier than others can you guys see me i don't think we can see you right now so if you start if you have the start video button i can see if um this is some right here in in action type of thing um oh there we go okay there we go a man himself, the juggernaut himself. Awesome. <laughs> I'm here. Awesome. Ah, wow, there you go. What's up, Wayne? Still, still got it. Still got it. Still That's got right, it. Baby. Uh, what's life? Where are you what's at up, these days? Up? Where are you at these days? Man, I'm out in the desert, brother. The desert. Not on the island That's life right. anymore, then. We don't catch you, you on the beach. You oh, see that Oh, there you go. There you go. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, buddy. Well, we are um, honored to have you on here. You know, you're a guy that uh, we talk about a lot because the era that you played in, um, you know, you're a guy that has the legend changing uh. positions, <laughs> going to the NFL, catching the ball in the backfield, running through uh, drywall, which, of course, we got to talk about. I feel like, 
you know, that's something. But at the end of the day, you know, you at UH and the, the Ohana, that, that vibe that you folks created on that team, I mean, that's something that uh, was, you know, is clearly has stayed with you for, you know, through for years. And just that, that, that kinship you have with your brothers and the Usos on the team, you know, I know that's something that's important to you still. And, and you know, and talk about a little bit about that. Um. Oh five, oh six, oh seven, right? Some of the best years of football I've ever played in my life. Best years of football I've ever played in my life. Oh five, oh six, and oh seven. Wow. And well, I, had, yeah, that's coming, had. and that's coming from somebody that's mm-hmm. been, you know, been here and there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. those are some of the most unforgettable years of my life, and I still. Still trying to catch my breath from that, from those years, you know. Jeez. <laughs> well, you know, you've been a guy that has been through, like you said, a, a lot. Uh, people, you got a journey yourself behind you, and um, everybody's goes through a journey, right? There's a life journey. People don't realize the the athlete, and then you are graduate or you move on to the world. There's that transition, and there's there's a lot that um, you know you got to go through personally as an athlete and Colt obviously as our brother you know he had his times he had his moments but he always inspired us he always found out he always taught us lessons and you know what are some some of your lessons that you learned from Colt as well all right don't laugh all right <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay of course the first thing you do is laugh all right one of the first things all right, this is funny, man, but this is straight from one Uso to another. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the first things I can remember, and he won't let me forget this, is uh, is how he taught me how to shave. Ah, <laughs> nice. That's a good hey, memory. That is a great hey, memory. One of, yeah. He taught me this, uh, this little take. I didn't do it today, but on our next interview, I'll show you. Okay. For I sure. just... Also, I just woke up from my nap, you know. Oh, you're so good. I, if you're I good. sound kind of like Well, we're like going to, like you said, we'll bring you on the next time to talk about, you know, the Reggae Mauia story. But we know that you have been, um, you know, feeling the um, uh, the desire to, to search out more answers. Because a lot of us, you know, we we wonder what happened to Colt or we wonder, you know, what, how, what more can we have done? But I feel like you... Mm. Um, like you said, you you had been searching out for answers, and you know you you learned a lot. And just talk about some of the things you might have found comfort in, or Ready. things that you might have heard from Colt. Um, okay. Uh, the reason why I started off with that uh, with that shaving lesson, my son. My son with me right here. Dude. You don't dude. you mind if I bring him oh, on? Bring him on, please That's, do. Please no. bring him on. <laughs> oh, oh, oh there's our future UH right hi. there. Hi. That's hi. Right. This, this, yeah, this is my youngest. This is Mose. Mose, how's it Mose? Say, what's Malo, up? There you Say, what's go. Up, by the way. What's up, by the way? Yeah. I got the you got you the Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, boy action. Yeah. Hey, this is my life today, mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's chasing uh 
moths around my cute. backyard right now. So, so cute, cute. I wanted this interview to be as organic as I could be. Absolutely, bro. and this is as exactly real as I can here. be. Absolutely. Um, you know, because to honor you and your program and your platform, Muso, like I, I don't want to just come up on. I don't want to come up on here like. halfway you know what i mean i, yeah. I want to come up here like mm -hmm. full-on juggernaut mode yeah <laughs> well the juggernaut mode we want just the real you you know whatever you want to <laughs> say because you know i, I, I know i know so. like you we all and the thing about us as fans too in hawaii like we love can you hear me okay wayne oh yeah we can hear you perfectly cool cool you know cool. and i and i think like you know we um you know we feel like you guys need have that platform still because people well, say your names yeah. in streets, you know, say your names in the store and tailgates and, you know, you know, you never, you never hear, you never get to hear more than just the, the athlete side. So we want to hear, we want to hear okay. like, you know, how life is and how, you know, but you know, how you have been affected personally as well. Cause that's important, you know, for all of us as well. Um, yeah. When, when this news came in, I was on, oh, wow. Sorry, brother. Hold on. No problem. I am no, I am one thousand like full percent like daddy mode. I love and it. No, we want to see is, this. Is, we want to see. I got it. I got to either be like juggernaut daddy mode or just daddy <laughs> mode. <laughs> Tell you, my son. <laughs> my son is funny, man. Like, uh, oh man, like all I want to do is just take him to Hawaii. So, yes. Like, <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, <laughs> No, you're good. We got our bro, Reagan Moia, joining us uh, from the desert. You know, if you remember him, he started off with a D-line. He ended up in the backfield. Um, and Coach June Jones magnificently using Reagan um, to uh, add more dynamic action to uh, the Hawaii offense. We were running the run and shoot back then, obviously, but... You remember him, like, you know, lining up in, like, a hitch or somewhere that, um, you know, June Jones could meet him. And then he's back again. But, you know, one thing about uh, we, we appreciate about Reagan was him uh, reaching out to us since, the you know, to, to, to remember our boy, our boy Colt. And something we brought up today and something, a campaign maybe we want to start. Besides retiring his number is, um, you know, the name of the field in and and yes love and, yes, yes love so, drive that home wayne yeah, let's go for sure. wayne for let's sure go. let's do this let's do this let's do this let's and, do this, and talk about why that's a, such a something that would be important to you as well for colt you know um it it's uh it's it's not enough man mm -hmm. it, it's, it's just not enough to to say like we had a day for him or yeah that we like, uh, that we just celebrated, you know, through, you know, conversations here and there. It's it's more of like we gotta we gotta keep his memories alive. Yeah. Also, you know what I mean? Like forever. He wasn't just a hero. He forever. Yeah. Forever, brother. Like he wasn't just a hero to just some people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this mm -hmm. man, this man is a legend. Yes. And I say is because 
his mana still with us. Oops. Yes, absolutely. 100. Come on, Wayne. 100. Say that. <laughs> his mana yeah. is still with us Look, right now. That's I can right, feel man. it. I feel the chicken that's skin right. right now, honestly saying it right now. That's right. I feel it, and I that's know right, that man. his presence will always be with us. I got us. that Masina right be behind me. You feel it. I feel that, it. I feel that, that energy. Masina, I feel man. that. His, I feel it for the Masina there. I feel light. it. Mm -hmm. His light still shines, bro. You know? Hey, just the mention of his name, mm. Mm. you know, echoes um, love. Yes. It it amplifies um, greatness and mm. gratitude and and appreciation for, for, for his sacrifices. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. no one really knew how much pain this man had to go through. No. You know, let's talk about that, Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Like it at the end of his at the end of his uh at the end of his run, at the end of his drive, like Mauso was still in pain. Mm. You know? And and that's something that I wanna talk about because the pain that that us athletes live with mm -hmm. it's not it's not just the physical side, man. Yeah. You know, there's mental there's spiritual, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like all these tied up in emotions and a lot of us can't handle it, you know? And a lot of us are doing, are doing what we can with, yeah. with what we know, yeah. with what we have, with what we are afforded, mm -hmm. you know, or with what knowledge that we, we've attained, you know? Um, And uh, I know this is part of my grieving, and I'm I'm not afraid to touch on it because I know I got to go through this. Yes. Right, and I want to encourage, and I'm hoping that this talk between us, Wayne, is is going to inspire and reach someone who who's still in pain. Yes. Yeah. And I think you will. And you I know? think speaking out does that for one thing. Just being open. Yeah. And right. sharing love, not just sharing like things you sharing love for others. How often, you know, exactly. as men too, right? We don't do enough of that. And I think like Colt, yeah. he appreciates that. He appreciates the love from yes, everybody. Love. Yes, love. And um, yeah, I do that, definitely that was, feel his mana with that's, us. That's 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 definitely that's definitely one of the the things that that um that resonates with with all of Hawaii and mm -hmm. all of uh just football fans anywhere. I don't care who you are, what team you play for, what team you like growing up. If you knew this man and you knew his journey and and um, what Colt has has been able to accomplish in 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 his short life, like you'll learn to appreciate a legend mm -hmm. in Colt Brennan. Yes, you know, you learn to um, to appreciate the sacrifices that one person one person made not for himself it was never about Colt. that's that's one thing that i really i really appreciate about the Uso is that it was never about him. it was never he never he never spoke about himself in that way in that light you know it was always about his usos it was always about mm -hmm. his his team his his you know his family you know what i mean and he always talked greatly about the people of hawaii man yeah why is that 
<laughs> Why is that? Because this is home, that. baby. That's right. Absolutely. This is this home, is man. And a lot yeah. of us still call it home because, yeah. you know, we, we we may come from, we we may have birthrights elsewhere, but when we landed all in Hawaii, we all became her, her sons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We all became like, we all became Hawaii's um, warriors, yes. rainbow warriors that, yes. that we, we still yes. are today, man. Yes. You know what I mean? And if I'm rambling on, Wayne, just, just no, cut me I off want, and, and no, go keep on going. to another. I'm feeling it. No, I love it. Wayne, I'm Wayne, everything. This, is, this, is the part, this is the part where I want to um, be honest about with people mm-hmm. is that um, I know you guys know me as the juggernaut, and then, and then I'm always this this uh, this symbol of, or, of strength, you know, of unstoppable mm-hmm. ability and force, right? That's, that's just my mentality. Mm-hmm. But I want to be honest with people also that with my mental health, mm-hmm. like this is how I have to remember mm. memories. Yes. I have to keep telling stories yes. in a in a format that is going to lead me back to to where we are today. You know, <clears throat> and um, when I when I was talking about his uh, his um, his pain his physical pain, the, the mental uh, um, health that we're all trying to heal from. Yes. I think our spiritual is the one that drives us home. Mm. You know, is the one that holds us home because our mana never, it never, uh, it never, it never fails us. Yeah. It never, it never withers. It never goes away. And that's why Colt's mana is still on that island, mm, bro. Mm, mm, yeah. Colt's mana is still on that island. Yes, so absolutely. It's I still feel on that it. island. How are you saying? Like, I feel that mana. Come on, man. I feel that. I, I actually was in Kona last hey. week. I went there first and I nice. could feel his presence there. Just how what he left there on that part of the island and um, how much he just loved Hawaii. Like he said, he gave back. I mean, the video of him saying he wants to come back to Hawaii for a senior year, I mean, still makes people cry because it was so pure. It had nothing to do with anything but just wanting to give people of Hawaii something to be proud of, and that's amazing. Yeah. For Hawaii to to feel that, that energy from Cole, man, that's something that we can live with for the rest mm-hmm. of our lives. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that right there yeah. is a gift. You know what I mean? Like an ultimate sacrifice of one person's physical his his mind you know what i mean his spiritual like he gave it all for hawaii man you know like we we made room for Uso, you know in our huddle and 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 he was a perfect fit you know he was a perfect fit into our puzzle from 05 06 and 07 you know with tyler grunk and Mm -hmm. colt man like Mm -hmm. we had it we had the perfect you know run and shoot package man and and, it was the best. And, and Wayne, man, like, <laughs> it was the best. and Wayne, like, I, I know I was a Rainbow Warrior fan before with Jesse Sapolu and, yeah. you know what I mean, all the yeah. OG Usos, but, yep. man, no one can change our ears. No. No one can change no. our ears, and no one can take our ears away from us. Absolutely not. And, you yeah. know what I mean, with Devon Best, like, Samson yep. Satele Us, yep. like, Talai Sarah, oh, man, Nate. Talai Sarah, yes, Come that's on. a name we got to bring Come up on, more. Dude. We don't talk about him enough, that's yes, right. for sure. 
Hey, for sure. Hey, I got I got my boy uh, Tala on the uh, on the roster. Look there you that. go. I love it. There you go. <laughs> Rocking the dreads. Yes, I know you can't. Uh, I know you can't see my dreads. Yes, man, sir. We can see it. We got here, the dread man. action. Love it. <laughs> uh. Yeah. You know, it's man. It's, I just wanted. I, I just wanted to be on here with you, Wayne. I I hope I can be um, um, a formidable um, voice for for um, for just for a lot of us usos who are hurting. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 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 sisters too, you know what I mean? Like, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like I know an entire an entire nation of people are hurting, are hurting, man, because like a true legend has been taken from us, yeah. right? Yeah. And Cole yeah. Brandon, and the way he went too, like I'm still waiting on on more yeah. to come in, but yeah. Just in, just to hear like how Mauso went is is yeah. is saddening, man. Mm. I feel the grief. It's saddening. Also. It does. I feel it. You and, know, Wayne, it, and and I felt it in a lot of your messages too, Russo. Like it, like. Thank you again. I I, I want to make this <laughs> oh, public, you. man. Thank like, you. Your interview with Colt is the reason why I. I'm here today on this oh, platform, thank you. this very thank minute, you. this thank very you. moment, that. to share with you like his gratitude. Because yeah. I saw in his face, Wayne, like I yeah. saw, man, I was like, man, my Uso's laid back. Yeah, he had no shoes on, like the phone kept <laughs> flipping over. He kept seeing his crusty toes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. damn, go put some shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> He had his feet yep. all up on the camera. He was. was He's like, local style like, all the way. Oh, that boy is straight local, yep. man. Like local through and boy, through, all the through way and through, to man. the very end. Yep. And that, you know, that was one thing, man. That 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 stood out more than a lot of his accolades and his abilities, and was uh was, was how he fit perfectly into into the uh, Polynesian puzzle man like yeah like that boy like you can take him anywhere you know what i mean like yeah you could you could you take him he anywhere guys, and, and yeah. he he got yeah, the he vibe was, yeah and he yeah. was accepted man like he mm. was accepted like people 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 felt his energy you know what i mean his energy was pure his mm. energy was energy of a god's son mm. you know like mm. Like he he taught me how to pray, man. Wow. You know him and CJ Hawthorne and man, my boy Mississippi. Shout out Miss. Yeah. I call him Mississippi, but everybody uh, yeah, knows him. CJ Hawthorne. Sh- shout man, out man. That that. Wow. Yeah, that's those are those are some of the the key pillars that we had on those teams that no one really mm-hmm. talks about because yeah. yeah, we don't have the, the this and that to show. But man, yeah. if you really got to know us in those times, yeah, we. We, we came, we weave together like a fine mat, like, yeah. like straight Iacomas from Samoa, man. Like mm. we weave and wove each other, like through, yeah. through the love that God made for us. Like none of us knew that we were going to experience 05, 06 and 07 the way we did mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. we got there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. we felt June Jones's presence in, a, in that first meeting. Mm. We we felt the mana that was going to carry us through mm-hmm. yeah. any of our hardships, yeah. any of our tough flights. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those flights to just go play another yeah. school, like 
Like a lot of teams don't a lot of teams don't realize, you know, that we have players on our team that were uh, uh almost flight restricted restricted really? because of their fear of flights. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we had wow. man, like we trust me, we, we got closer to God than than people yeah. understood, you know wow. what I mean? Like, I mean, we were 30,000 feet above, so we were really close to God. <laughs> Definitely. You're even closer to God. You're barely right at the doorstep already. Wayne, Wayne, uh, we were like, Lord, <laughs> if this is our season, this is... <laughs> Don't let it happen. Just carry like... us. Yeah, man. Yeah. On our wow. trips to, like, Michigan State, Alabama, like, some of those, yeah. like, faraway mm-hmm. schools that we had to make. Mm-hmm. We had mm-hmm. to, to come together as brothers, like, yeah. real Uso, yeah. like real, like meaning of the word Usos. And yeah, exactly. I mean, we pray together, we cry together, we, you know what I mean? We held each other together in some of the toughest moments in our lives. Tougher than the NFL, man. Yeah. Tougher than the NFL. Yeah. Tougher yeah, than absolutely. probably Canada football or yeah. arena football or, or whatever else that, yeah. you know, that we have yeah. gone to through and, and, and we're returning from. And I know Colts took those years of football, like, like he drove, he drove that all the way through, man. Like he mm-hmm. went NFL, right? Even after a, such a, a strenuous career in in college ball, he went mm-hmm. to the NFL. He played in the AFL. I mean, even if you play one play, bro, like you played, man, and mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and that one play could have been your your all, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he played and he played and he 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 continued to showcase heart, man. Like so much heart. So much heart. They he pushed his body to the limits. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know? And and sometimes Wayne, like like this body can only go so far. Mm. Not sometimes, yeah. man. We know yeah. that to be the truth. This yes. this body can only take us so far, man. Like it is it is our mana that carries us the rest mm. of the way. Yeah. Your the first three letters of your of your name, Wayne, it says way. W A A Y N E. You know what I mean? Like you're the way, Uso. Like you you're making a way for us to connect. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, Wayne? And and I truly like like Wayne, thank you, Uso. I thank you, man. Because what you've been Man, like reading your story, so like <laughs> reading like your inspirations, and and man, yeah. I know I sound like a bunch of rambling going on, but no. man, I really don't care, Uso. I really don't care, man, because because this is how I would talk to Colt. Yeah, yeah, it's powerful. Like, I want you to keep you, going. Yeah, it's powerful. Be honest it's with powerful. you, like this is how I would talk to him when, when I mm-hmm. seen him after his uh, when I seen him after his car accident, and I seen him in. Arizona, right? Because I was here with the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we were gonna have Bible study. And my uh, and my my physical therapist said, mm. "Hey, we're gonna have Bible study at my house, and Colt Brandon is gonna be there." I'm like, "What? No! What? <laughs> wow! You know, but it was it wasn't a surprise because, I mean, you 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 talk about God and yeah. you talk about you know the, the work of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like my also." Mauso is part of that. He's mm-hmm. part of that story, man. Mm-hmm. And and his relationship with God is 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 beautiful. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Is is a lot better than a lot of ours. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people talk about this and that, like all of this in the media, man. Don't don't listen to none of that because mm. you really don't know Colt until yeah. you yeah. sat down with him and have had a real conversation about God, about him, about his family. You know what I'm saying? About mm-hmm. hey, how you shave like that? Yeah, <laughs> like this, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, man, yeah. this is all I do, right? Like, yeah, some tricks here and there, just to, just to, just to get you, cause, cause right after practice in the morning, Wayne, like, you got to get, you, you, you have probably like, ten to fifteen minutes to, to get ready, get dressed, go, go to your first class. Wow. And you still got to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you still have to make time for eat. So you had to learn how to shave real quick. <laughs> Wow, and that, that was one great. Of, I love that. The, things, the rest man. of your life, you'll always remember like, that. He yeah. Like, yeah, he was like, "Uso, just try it like this," and it was like the simplest. I'm like, "Man, <laughs> bro, I appreciate this, but this is one of the coolest things." <laughs> <laughs> man, you can take a full beard and like just just with yeah. a few tricks here and there. You like, dang, you know how Colt always looked like he was like. Yeah. Interview ready. Of course, like, he knew. No, he knew those cameras are rolling. <laughs> it was just these two, two simple tricks, man. He was like, man, just bang, bang, and you're good. I was like, wow. All right. I love the it. most See? accurate, the most accurate mm-hmm. quarterback mm-hmm. in college history, bro. Mm-hmm. That boy, mm-hmm. he knew his mm-hmm. timing. You know what yep. I mean? Absolutely. He was like, yeah. I got about nine minutes. Yeah. I got. Precision, <laughs> precision to the yeah, to the microsecond, precision. no doubt. I mean, how many players in the history of football could squeeze some of those balls through the, you Ooh. know, the windows that he did? And we, we he made it look easy too. Yeah. He made it, and he he and almost like he made it look too easy for the NFL because he almost uh, looked so daring to them. But we just knew that that's who he was. That's who he was. He they know, were scared kind of, of Colt. Yeah, they're they scared. Were scared yeah. of Colt. They were scared of Colt. Knowing the kind of quarterback coaches that I know now, like mm-hmm. going through the NFL, they were scared of Colt, man. Because June Jones, right, and Coach mm-hmm. like Mac and all of the 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 grades, they they taught him yeah. like a certain type of football. Of course, you know that the NFL really didn't touch on a lot. Yeah, yeah. But his timing, yeah, his timing, man, his timing was everything, bro. Uh, just incredible watching some of those old highlights like man what what we were just like so spoiled just freaking spoiled for sure yeah we were (laughs) (laughs) yeah we were man us too us too as as players that have played with him man we knew we had something special and we knew that we needed to um take care of him in a a certain manner you know what i mean that's why like colt never went anywhere alone yeah he was always protected you know what I mean? He was always protected. Wow. You know what I mean? They, yeah. And, um, you know, I messaged you that that we needed to 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 do something for him. Yeah. For all that he's done for us, Wayne. Yes, like, yes. Man, like, for all of those, those nights and days that he has stood out in the sun stood out after games to sign yeah. autographs to take pictures to just to say what's up to, to yeah. shake a hand to give a hug um for all of those moments for all of those times i would like for for everyone that he has signed something for or give something his time to or 
you know, made time for like come together for all of us to come together and, and do something special for Colt, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and allow his, his legendary memory live on. Yes. yes. You know, it, yes. like we, we have to bring it home for him, man. And the only way I know how Wayne is, is to present him and his family, you know, our field, mm-hmm. you know, yes. the field that we bled on the field that we, mm. that we sweat and we mm. broke limbs that yeah. We, yeah. we, we gave, we gave part of us to that, to that, to that land, to that field. It was a battlefield for, I call back. It was a battlefield for us, Wayne. Mm-hmm. We didn't know if we were going to make it home a lot of those nights. Mm. And that's just real. Yeah, That's just God on his truth, Wayne. A lot of us, and I'm watching a lot of the vid, man, the games are coming and I haven't seen this so long. Like, I'm just getting messages and, and like <laughs> messages and messages of like, watch, yeah. watch this game. Remember yeah. these ones. Remember these moments. And it, it it's doing a lot of good for me mm-hmm. mentally. It's it's allowing me to tap into the amygdala to, yes. to help. You know what I yes. mean? Like yes. parts of my brain that I've like kind of shelved, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. just kind of put to the side or, or, or filed here and there. But those memories are, man, on fire, bro. Like, Good. Because he want to hear that. What he did, what he did in the second half of that ASU game. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man, him yeah. and Jay Rivers is going, yeah. man. Shout out Jay Ribs, man. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to, to all Jason my Rivers. Usos, all yes. my Warriors. For sure. Man. I mean, when you look at back at a game like that, I mean, national TV, and that's the game after where Colt was asked about the NFL, and he was like, mm. uh, you know, and that's kind of like the Colt mania can, was starting to kind of really reach a national tilt as well because mm. – and you would think, oh, for a lot of people, a boy from Southern California, you're gonna come into here right. and you know make a name for himself, and then take his name somewhere. He never, right. his name was Hawaii, right? His he was Hawaii first, mm. and then Colt Brennan second mm. for sure. That's awesome, man! I love that. <laughs> Colton yeah. Hawaii James. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Colton, Colton Hawaii, Hawaii James Brennan. <laughs> Colton Laie Kohuku North Shore Brennan. <laughs> 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 but you know that oh, just shows man. how much he loved, that is he the loved longest, this place. That is the yeah. longest chief title I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, you get a pen. I can see I Colt oh, Wood. You can, can you imagine with that him with one of those man. Yeah, uh, man, that's awesome. That's funny, Wayne. That's but, you know, awesome. I, I, you know, I, Wayne. I, like that's the truth, man. That's mm-hmm. the truth. He he wore the entire island mm-hmm. on his head. Yes. What it. Yeah. It was just to show us that that Hawaii will forever be a part of him. Of course. You know what of I course. mean? And and fifty, hundred years from now, they're still gonna remember his name. Wayne. They may not remember mine, but they're gonna remember <laughs> Cole Brennan, man. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the Cole. truth, yeah. man. Yeah. That's yeah. the truth. I can speak about my Uso because I know him. Mm. I know him on a different level from a lot of the fans and this is this is my way of 
speaking to the fans through, you know, um, for him to just, a lot of what I can say is what Cole will probably never talk about. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm, I, I just want to bring some comfort, bring some light and clarity, um, you know, to a lot of our fans who are still, yeah. you know, hurting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like as, as, as someone who has shared like blood, sweat and tears with Cole, like I want to share this, this message of light with everyone that, mm. you know, that he is more peaceful now than he has ever been. Yes. He is more at peace now than he has ever been. And I hope this, this message reaches his family, man, his mom, his dad, his sisters, you know, um, his mana will, will forever be with us, will always be with us, you know, and and I know that that just us sharing like you know, a moment about, you know, their son and the their brother, right? I hope it brings them um, like a warm energy, a warm mm-hmm. sense of comfort into their home. Yeah. Because it, it's never easy losing yeah. someone you dearly love, someone who who is your life. Mm. Yeah. You know, Wayne? Yeah. And a lot of us feel like that lifeline has been cut short. But man, like, we can hear Colt now more than ever, you know? <laughs> That's right. You <laughs> like, see I him hear, everywhere. You're going to get memories. Yep. Loose. I, hear mm. him, I hear him so much now more mm. than so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I appreciate that because yeah. I know a lot of my usos are hurting. I know a lot of my usos have, have gone through what I'm going through, you yeah. know? Um, just the discomfort of, of, of not knowing. There's yeah. the just the discomfort of um, uncertainty. You know what I mean, Wayne? Like, it, it's it's not easy, man. It, and I'm speaking from someone who is healing. Mm. You know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not I'm not speaking from a place of hurt. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. speaking from a position of, of, of healing. And mm-hmm. and I, I hope that I can send that message through 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 our uh conversation here today you know we're just talking story you know what i mean yep. like just talking story. we're just talking story yeah like, yeah and this is the best way to do it because this is more real than than a lot of interviews that you can get yeah. you know what i mean like, like i want to talk about some real stuff yeah but a lot of people aren't ready for that no they're not you know what and, I mean? You know, and i appreciate is... you man oh Wayne, thank you <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I can just I feel like I could just be myself. I'm in yeah. my backyard, mm. barefooted. Of my course. feet are on That's the ground. The best like way. the machina yeah. behind me, it was so yeah. like mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying this, man, Wayne, and I appreciate you, brother. Like wow. this is this is doing a lot more healing than than I expected. You know, just to be able to share and I'm not I, I feel like I'm sharing with all of Colts, you know, nation. You know yes. what I mean? The people that he has been able to reach, yeah. people like generations. Uso, like yeah. I, yeah. I'm watching some of the, I'm watching some of the, the games, and he's signing autographs and had taking pictures with kids mm. who are now who are now in the NFL. Yeah, 
Yeah, true. Yeah, that Marcus picture is freaking classic. Right <laughs> that Marcus Mariota, picture. Yeah. That uh, BJ v- Fijokos. B- yes, right. Fijokos. Yep. Yep. That's right. All those shout guys that got to Vili, see him. Yeah, boys. shout out to Vili. We gave him a All lot of shout outs lately. Boys, man. You know, hey, Vili's the true Roy. Oh, Vili the Royer. Yes. I mean, we miss that guy and his. The energy. Hey, you gotta being, bring him. Yeah. You gotta bring him yeah. on, man. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uncle That's Vili's, right. That's he's right. looking healthy. He's mm-hmm. he's been training. He's been working out, man. He's looking. I got. He's giving me some competition, <laughs> man. Uncle Billy, <Vili>, boy. <laughs> Uncle Billy, yeah. He's gonna be right, right there next to you on the bench, yeah. watch, counting every rep. Oh man, for sure. Love that guy, man. Yeah. His energy. You seen that one where he picks cold up like? Oh. Like a bag of rice, just <laughs> like, that guy is strong, man. That guy. Oh, that, <laughs> that guy is in the cool. NFL, right? You there, don't man. even know, probably. You ever yeah. shook? Have, have you ever shook? Have you ever shook really the Warriors' hands? No, I don't know if I ever mm-hmm. get my handshake. Maybe. Ooh. I'll let you experience that for okay. you. So I gotta, I gotta have that. I gotta have the Vili the Warrior choke handshake for <laughs> sure. Death grip. <laughs> you ever? You ever you ever shook you ever shook a a, a brick? <laughs> you ever held a brick in your hand? Yeah, I held a brick in my hand. Yeah, it sounds about yeah. right. That's, that's that's straight up, man. Like, wow. First time I shook VD the Warriors hand, I thought I was holding a a forty five pound plate. I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <how is> it? <sighs> what a what a yeah. And he what was a time he was coming. Though, he was. He was coming out of the weight room with his boys, mm. BJ, all of them. Mm-hmm. E, B, B, <laughs> and Feely. Yeah, I was like Wheatley. Shout out like, Linda had, as well. I, that lady is yeah. the, the, the the truth right there. It's cheerleader, but more than that, she's a boss, man. So we got shout oh, out man. Auntie Linda Fehoko. Beautiful. That's yes, right, man. That's right. That man, Wayne, is. you know everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been lucky. You know, a lot of these people, um, you know, become like family, like you said. This In Hawaii football, we're that's blessed right. because our program is at that place where we can develop these relationships. Sometimes you can lose sight. In a bigger program, you can disconnect. But that's the power of this program is the mana. That's the problem. Is that a lot of that's some, right. Well, that's the power. The problem is some of us undervalue that or we don't understand Mm. it and that's something Mm. that the islands that's the magic that comes from the place and of our people and through polynesia and all and all of us are brought together from the every corner of you know Mm. the of asia pacific rim i mean we're 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 so lucky and so blessed i mean just to have the names like you said on our on our Mm. field or just to have like the eseras and the mauias and the ilawas and a colt brennan and a cj hawthorne and a Ryan Guy Smolin. Right. Like, where can you Ooh, find that anywhere else? Legends, you know, where man. can you have those names legends. all in one place? Um, and I right. think it's beautiful. You know, Blaze Soares, all these guys that come from Hawaii, too. Right. That yeah, add that man. local. Like, we. Leonard Peters. Leonard Peters, of course. Lono yeah, Manners. <laughs> Lono Manners. That's a good name, too, right there. <laughs> I mean, some of those oh, hard hitting guys that come, like you said, like, they, it's the mana that they bring. And that's. Um, right that's more than just the power that's more than just aggression that's also the power yeah. of the love that's between right. all of them as well and that's something mm-hmm. that is hard to measure and the heart mm-hmm. and i remember at 60 minutes going to samoa i remember when domata peco when they went to his yeah, house yeah, in samoa yeah. 
And yeah. at the very end, they said it wasn't the it wasn't Domata's size. It's the size of his heart. That's the Ooh, difference. Yeah. That's yeah. what Samoans are bringing that are that. That is that so people true. Don't man. See. They see they want to see the they want to see the juggernaut go through buildings, but yeah. they don't want to see the love. Sometimes they don't understand that right. part and they're not ready for it sometimes. And this is that forum to make, you know, to give that that space, but also to give that comfort because yeah. We know our athletes. We know our athletes are, are you know, have are multi-dimensional, and they have that obviously the 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 physical part, but that spirit, like you talked about, that is ultimately Ooh, what is going to man. You know, carry Wayne, us over. you just so. gave me some. <laughs> well, we were blessed. We were blessed that oh. juggernaut spirit tonight, and we want to bring you back on again for sure. But uh, you know, mahalo for showing us and, and sharing about our brother Colt because, um, like you said, it's healing. It's healing for all of us. It is, Wilson. It is, man. It, it's, it, it heals us even more to be able to share his name in, in light, mm -hmm. you know, and, yes. and we need to do more of that. Yes. We have to continue yes. to cultivate that, Wayne, yes. because a lot of um, misconceptions can come from the media, the mainstream, mm. Yes. but it is through platforms that as organic as yours, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Shout out to mm -hmm. all the high sports fans man. <laughs> mahalo like, mahalo shout out to thank all you of guys mahalo. so much everybody the panel all of it man thank you guys the fans you guys have been you guys have been um cultivating this little mm. safe haven for for us mm. for us warriors man that yes. have you know from the past the present through the future now you guys are making a way for us to um, speak our hearts, speak our truth, you know, and, and speak some light on a lot of the darkness that's going on, you know, in these days. And like you said, man, like we are multidimensional because mm -hmm. it's, it's, I can feel it, bro. Yeah. You I can feel I mean? it too. Like, I can feel, I can feel your feel energy, too. bro. I feel I, yours, I feel bro. All the way from I can here, feel it. Man. I yes. appreciate it, man. I appreciate I'm you gonna coming be, on. Thank you. So I'm, I'm going to be back in Hawaii soon. Okay. And, great. Um, I like to I like to come home. Yes. You know, with with a gift for Colt and his family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I want to bring it home to Hawaii because because that is Colt's home, man. Yes. In yes. your interview, he talked about, um, you know, putting his roots down in Hawaii. Yeah. He talked about moving forward as a coach. He talked about his future life mm -hmm, in Hawaii. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. And he was only coming to California for for treatment and yeah. family and whatnot. So he was supposed to come back home. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. He was. So let's let's make a way for him. Absolutely. Wait. Yes. Let's do that. Let's make a way for him to come home. Right? Let's do this right. Let's let's bring him home on this beautiful wave. You know mm. what I mean? Like, so he can mm. just ride, just cruise on his way right. in. Cruising the sunset. And, and, yeah, man. And, and just give him and present to him and his family the Colt Brennan field. Yes. Yes. The Colt Brennan field needs to happen. Yes. Why? Because that man gave his life on that, mm. on that ground mm. that we're about to embark and enjoy and celebrate as fans and, and, and just go on with our lives. But we need to remember those that have come before us. Yes. The past, the present, 
in the future. This is vital, Wayne, mm. because this is when this is where we make our stand for for what's right. You know what I mean? Shout out to the Qing Dynasty and the Qing family. Mm-hmm. No disrespect, but I mm-hmm. don't know TC. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. I know Cole yeah. Brennan. Yes. Yeah. I've seen Cole Brennan. Yeah. Witness what he's been able to give mm-hmm. for this, for this, this sacred ground that we're about to just enjoy. You know yeah. what I mean? We're 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 breaking ground that we've already bled on. We've already mm-hmm. sweated and, and broke. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we need to do this and make a a strong enough stand. Mm-hmm. You know for 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 our voice to be heard yeah and it's not even for us no 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 not at all right wayne it, and that's no. the greatest thing about yeah. it it's it's it, it, we're doing this isn't for us it, it's more it's it's more for for what's right to leave this legend's name on solid ground, on solid foundation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He came to Hawaii for a second chance at life, and we yeah. gave him that. Yeah. Hawaii gave yeah. him that. That's why he calls Hawaii home. And we should and we should make a home for him. We have we have made room in, in a huddle for him. We have made room in our hearts in Hawaii for him. Mm-hmm. We need to make room on that field for his yeah. name. Absolutely. The Cole Brennan field. Period. Yep. Period. <laughs> Period. I love it. Yes. And we're going to, we're going to, yeah, to start this, um, you know, more than a movement. It's a, it's a way that we can heal. It's a way we can remember. And it's yes, a way love. that we can yes, honor love. the sacrifice, yes, like you said, that he gave on that field, yes, the mana love. that he left on that, that very yes, dirt love. right there. That's oh, still there. That the players will feel when they walk on and remember that name, Cole Brennan, forever. Right. Uh, well, we just send a special mahalo to our, our Uso Regan Moia. And uh, we're just so grateful for you sharing a, you know, a part of your journey. And we're definitely going to have you back. And we're excited to catch up with you in Hawaii as well soon, Uso. Awesome. Thank you, All right. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy, Uso. And thank you for your vision. Thank you, Wayne. Mahalo. I appreciate it. Our boy, Mahalo. Fa. Fa. Mahalo. Fa. 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 To our friends all across the world in Hawaii. From Regan Mauia and Wayne Cueto. Take care, guys. We'll see you next time. Aloha.